Well, if we could ever get Catherine just to sit down. I know, I know. <laughs> this is she has too. RLS. Yeah, I do too. self diagnosed I notice it sometimes. self last year. Well, he'll be moving. He'll, your get, legs. he'll get in bed and just be like, his legs just go jumping. It's no, crazy. no, no, no. Hers is like. Oh yeah, I just control it in public. Please. Usually, it's when I'm really tired, and then it, my legs are just like, nope, you're not. Have you ever kicked Mary <laughs> by accident or hit her? No. Has kicked she, me. Has she ever? Has she ever hit you by accident or kicked her? Mm-hmm. No, we we behave. Nothing I can think of. We fight in our sleep. No, we do not. Michael, you've hit me in the face, though, a couple of times. <laughs> he wasn't asleep. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it Thane that elbowed Rand in the face one time when they I had, think to so. they had to stay somewhere? Yeah, yeah. And they had to stay, you know, stay in the same bed together. I've like- kicked you once. And I remember it because I woke up out of my dream realizing that I kicked her. But since she didn't say anything, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say... You ever have the myoclonic jerk where you're where you're yes. about to fall asleep and all yeah. of a sudden you're like, Duh. yeah. The one most memorable moment for me, I was lying on my stomach for some reason. I don't fall asleep that way, but mm-hmm. I was just lying on my stomach, drifting off to sleep, and I was thinking about what if I were running along and I tripped over one of those guy wires that holds yeah. holds a, a telephone pole, yeah, and my legs just went <laughs> like like I had actually <laughs> tripped over it. <laughs> And it, it was just a very physical reaction to yeah. me thinking about something while have, I was drifting off. Have you ever laughed in your dream and then woke up laughing? I thought I can remember. No, but I have yelled, no, as I woke up. Really? Yeah. I woke up sobbing. Catherine has said that I like sit there and just laugh. Well, yeah. I mean, you laugh at everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, sometimes have you sleep and then you'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and meanwhile, I can't even fall asleep. So I'm like. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So jealous. I can yeah. fall asleep in like He's sleeping a and laughing. That's because you guys are dudes and you fall asleep in five seconds. Man, I just if he, like... He's so funny. Like, he'll be laying... If he doesn't fall asleep within like two minutes, he's like, man, I can't fall asleep. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, if he, if he has to lay there for more than five minutes, he will just get back up. I'm like, honey, it takes me 20 minutes. <laughs> I lay here yeah. and just whatever. Right. What are I'll, you guys to... doing in that 20 minutes? Are you thinking Tra- about stuff? Yes. Why don't you just stop no, thinking we about can't it? Do Sometimes that. I try though because you told me years ago. I, I t- just think about the blackness. Think about black. Well, then I'm still thinking about something. Then I'm like, right, right, then then I'm, I'm like imagining it. Now, is it black or is it slightly off black? No, my stuff is black. <laughs> no, I'm no. She, he, he, he said that well, we'd be like, we'd be like, well, no, wait a minute. So, is it like a black room or is it like, is it dark? Is it light? Is it? No, I'm understand. saying when it's black, you can't nothing. see anything. There's no room. Like There's never no- ending story. Nothing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, okay, well, so on that note. Okay. Oh, oh this gosh. somehow segues into that our segue, game. It does. The nothing segued. I'm exciting about this. I'm exciting about this. I'm exciting about this. Very exciting. So I've been listening to a lot of trivia recently. There's a podcast I listen oh, to. Give us a quiz. This is 80s trivia, and Ooh. it's all things with which I believe each of you is familiar. So I, I tried to pick questions with answers that you're all familiar with. Mm-mm. I'm going to give. I'm going to award two experience points per <gasps> oh, right on. per right answer. It's on. And so I have a movie, a TV show, a cartoon, a song, and a toy. Okay. Just for a little bit of awareness, I don't know if you have done much trivia in the past before. Good questions. I have found ask a good question, but they also have a little clue or two in them. So just. 
keep your ears open and we'll see if, if anything jumps out at you. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Already. I will, I will read the questions once and feel free to write down answers if you have them. And then I will read them again to give you time to think through and rehear the question. A movie. Originally released in 1986 and re-released in 2013, this film, with numerous established actors as well as a pre-breakout 25-year-old Meg Ryan, blew into popular esteem, buzzing past its $15 million production budget with a box office take of $356 million. Oh dear. 1986. A TV show. Hmm... This eight-season crime drama series with the guitar-heavy Bomb Chicka theme song takes place in paradise, with the main characters living in Robin's Nest, a fictional beachfront property. Also, the hunky titular character may just have something stashed away. <laughs> you said we were supposed to know these. No joke! I'm like, uh... <laughs> these are, you, you know each of the items. Uh, maybe the questions are not as well worded as I would like. <laughs> <laughs> I made these up, so I... Oh, man. Did you make them up so we could actually fix them? <laughs> yeah. A cartoon. This popular franchise was originally created to sell the ridiculously proportioned real-life toy and led to an equally nostalgic spin-off. The good guy was competent enough, if the timing was right, leaving his nemesis to grin and bear it. Oh, dear. A song. This 1984 mega-hit with the recognizable riff quickly moved to the top of the charts around the world. Perhaps the charismatic singer should have been a little more careful while surveying the city of Miami from his apartment balcony. <laughs> I feel like you really don't know us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know each one of these. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I, I just realized and that I... last bit is from the music video, if that helps any... Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and then a toy. <laughs> Boy. Although his best friend may have been a little grubby, when this cuddly toy hit store shelves in the mid-80s, he was an animatronic wonder with eyes and a mouth that would move to the contents of a compact cassette playing from a tape hidden in his back. I'm pretty sure I know that one. Okay. And I'll go back through the questions again so you have, have them fresh in your mind. Okay. <laughs> Originally released in 1986 and re-released in 2013, this film, with numerous established actors as well as a pre-breakout 25-year-old Meg Ryan, blew into popular esteem, buzzing past its $15 million production budget with a box office take of $356 million. You said Meg Ryan? Yes. Mm -hmm. A TV show. This eight-season crime drama series with the guitar-heavy Bomb Chicka theme song takes place in paradise, with the main characters living in Robin's Nest, a fictional beachfront property. Also, the hunky titular character may just have something stashed away. A cartoon. This popular franchise was originally created to sell the ridiculously proportioned real-life toy and led to an equally nostalgic spin-off. The good guy was competent enough, if the timing was right, leaving his nemesis to grin and bear it. A song, this 1984 mega hit with the recognizable riff. Would it help if I said recognizable reed instrument riff? Quickly moved to the top of charts around the world. Perhaps the charismatic singer should have been a little more careful while surveying the city of Miami from his apartment balcony. <sighs> and then 
Although his best friend may have been a little grubby, when this cuddly toy hit store shelves in the mid-80s, he was an animatronic wonder with eyes and a mouth that would move to the contents of a compact cassette playing from a tape hidden in his back. All right, so if you think you've, if you've got answers down for each of them, we can go when you're ready. All right. And I hope, uh, I hope, <laughs> I, I hope I got <laughs> something right here. <laughs> All right, for the movie, I put down Joe versus the volcano. Okay, that's not the right answer. Okay. I don't have anything for the movie. The only Meg Ryan movie I know is Sleepless in Seattle. But that wait. wasn't '86. Wait, 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 wait. It's Top Gun, isn't it's it? It's Top Gun. <laughs> What, what, what an you, idiot. How was it re-released in 2013? What? It was re-released in IMAX. Uh, it came back to theaters for- See, I thought Top Gun, but the, the re-release threw Did me that off. throw That's, you? Oh, no. Yeah. Re-released just means the, that actual movie was re-released. Not, not, I didn't not even the know reboot, that. Not the reboot. Like, yeah. It's coming up in like this Next year. Next year. Yeah. That, yeah that, that's later. what threw me off because I'm like, if it was re-released, I never knew that it was re-released in 2013. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't I, know I that. I immediately knew Top Gun, but that part was like- Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was hoping that the buzzing- Past. Oh no! To- I was like, "Oh, that's Tom Gun," but I'm like, re-released. In- oh, sorry. 2013. I'm like, did, did you put anything at all? No, I, I didn't. I didn't okay. write anything at all. Oh, blast! Okay. All right, was, so we didn't get afraid. that one. I was afraid. Wait. Oh, you said Sleepless said in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, it's hard for me to tell. I'm new to trivia writing question trivia, writing. Um, yeah, and it's it's challenging. No, no, I, that was good. I, 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 I should have written down the movie anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I could have yeah. got two points. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So given that, as an understanding, do you have any that you think you might want to write down before I get on to the next round? Mm. Uh, I, the song. I have to know the name of the song, not the artist. Correct. Okay, no then. Okay. <laughs> okay, the eight season crime drama. Was it Hunter? Miami Vice? No, nothing from Cat. It's Magnum P.I. Oh, duh. So that, that took place Here's in Miami? Here's thing. No. No, Miami I was the song. I am so oh. dumb because and I, I was thinking I of it and I was like, that Tom Selleck show? Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't think of the name of the show, but I have Tom Selleck written <laughs> <laughs> Oh Well, you were on the right track. Because I'll give you one. I'll give you one for that. Yes, that's exactly Dashed yes. away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, Thanks. I should have known it wouldn't be Hunter because that wasn't like a super popular show, but... You know, Amber Amber loved that show. I'll give you one for, uh, for getting Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay, I had nothing for the cartoon. Okay. This popular franchise, ridiculously proportioned real life toy. I said He-Man? I didn't I say start, anything I wrote at all. Mighty Mouse and I thought, no, that com- that cartoon goes like back to like the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> it is no. He-Man. Yes. Oh my okay. goodness. The cartoon He-Man was made to basically be a 30-minute toy commercial. Toy yeah. commercial, yeah. yeah. And of course, the Grin and Barrett was Skeletor. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had no lips. That's right. All right, the 1984 mega hit song. You can call me L? No. <sighs> Nada. So he should have been more careful because he was pretty careless. Careless whisper. Oh, oh God. Wham. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, so George Michael, uh, yeah. and in the music video, he's walking Actually, out on not his- George Michael. Wham. No, George Michael. George Michael didn't do Careless Whisper. Yes, Wham he did. did. Nope. Yes, he did. Nope. Do I get, do I get two points if I'm correct? <laughs> I'll give you another one. Let me see. He, he was the lead singer, but was, was it while he was still with Wham, though? He, he did it with Wham, but- But I mean, he was- This was, it was before, it was before his, his solo, solo career. career. So I, I did some looking, and I, I could have gotten the details wrong, but the music video, it's George Michael mm-hmm. walking on the balcony mm-hmm. overlooking Miami. Hmm. I don't think I've ever and seen And of course, the, the recognizable I, yeah, I, I riff, doubt- reed what? instrument riff. 
It was written by Michael and Andrew Ridley of Wham! and was released in t- on the 24th of July, 1984 on the Wham! album, Make It Big. Okay. One point? Mm, five points. Yeah, take 50 points. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right, I better be right The, the, the real question was, what's the song? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And oh, that song is a jam, too. And how about the toy? Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin. Okay. Yeah. Did you know he had a friend named Grubby? Yes. Oh, okay. No, Great. I didn't know that. No. So, but I definitely got it once. I, I didn't get it from that, although once I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, Grubby. But um, no, and, and it's funny because I literally just showed Rihanna the Teddy Ruxpin commercial like oh, two days ago. Isn't that something? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what was interesting about it, I I never wanted or cared about it as a kid, but um, so the the compact cassette was an interesting thing to read about last night. It was two channels, basically. One was the sound, Mm -hmm. and the other one was a data stream. And that's what sent commands to the eyes and the mouth to actually move. Mm. And then you also had a proprietary cable that you could run from Teddy Ruxpin to Grubby. So they would sing together? And so so you could have a conversation. Mm. You could Uh, have one would would be Teddy Ruxpin talking, and then the other one would be Grubby talking, and you could have a back and forth with a pre-recorded conversation. So I thought that's pretty cool for the 80s. Yeah, that was like, it was a big deal. I I saw, I remember that commercial. You don't don't remember the commercial I'm talking about, the Teddy Ruxpin commercial, where the kid brings him to show and tell? He's like this shy little kid. And the little girl, they're like, another teddy bear? And the boy's like, this is my teddy Ruxpin, whatever. (laughs) He talks. He tells stories. He, because all the kids are laughing. It's like, it's so robotically delivered. And the teacher's like, it's okay, baby. So then he puts the tape in his back and he shows it. And he's like, hi, my name is Terry Ruxpin. All the kids are like, wow. (laughs) Would you like to hear a story? Yeah. It's so cute. It's so cute. Maybe we'll link to that in the show notes. What year? Yes. What what, what year is that? Uh, is I that later in 80s? It's 80s? mid-80s, yeah. Okay, okay. 85, 86. Oh, yeah, I remember it being a big so deal, and I remember that, that Christmas you couldn't get them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember um, that. As soon as the commercial started playing, I was like, oh, my word, I remember this commercial. Wait, did you have one? But you were yeah. familiar with all of those answers, right? Yeah. Yes. Just, yes. I just couldn't get yes. it from the... Yeah. Okay. Here, here it says it the clues were horrible. <laughs> 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 well, I would be curious to know if, like, actual people who do trivia for They probably would have been like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was fun. It was fun to put oh, yeah. these together uh, and try and anticipate. I got five points. How much you would know? Yeah. So we, yeah, we what, got, we're supposed to get what, how two, many? Two points per right answer, and he gave me one for the uh, wham. And so you got three, right, yeah, Catherine? Yeah. Uh, so Meredith gets to add two experience points mm-hmm. to her total. I'm falling behind. Michael again. gets five, and Catherine gets three. I'm falling behind again. I was 15? catching up to you, and now you're pulling mm-hmm. away. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. And now that we've gotten that. Out of the way, I just wanted to take a moment to let you know, stackers, you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at stackadice or email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Let us know, did you get the trivia questions right? We'd love to know what experience points you get to add to your total. And with that, stackers, thank you for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbesh Benson Mom. And Catherine as Farron. Who is ready to tell a story. Me. 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 Great. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. You find yourself standing 
in the marketplace, the noise of city life all around you. Torgovets is there. He looks at you with his impassive face. He's in full Duratsky mode at the moment. Did you accomplish what you needed to? Yes. I believe so. I nod. I, I don't know if they're expecting an attack or if he was just speaking in general terms, but he did say if anything happens, the prisoners are the first to go. I believe those were his exact words. Hmm. One of your guides blows a low whistle that's repeated several times below. There's a momentary pause in activity as curious faces look up, then they return to a multitude of tasks. The smell of cooking food, the ring of hammer on anvil, the snap of a treadle as someone works on turning out arrow shafts. A low hum of conversation imparts a feeling of security. From time to time, an earth-tone-clad figure moves fleetingly in the trees. Would you like to shoot? I would love to. I don't know anything about this kind of weaponry, but I'd like to learn. Do you know how to string a bow? I don't. So she shows you how to step across the wood, and then you bend it, and you've already got the gut on the bottom end of the bow, and then as you bend it, you hook it over the top, and now you've got a bow, and you can hear the creak of the wood, and something about the warmth of the grain under your fingers makes you smile. She squares her shoulders and narrows her eyes, looking at the at the bullseye and pulls it back and feels that stretch and that tension. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It's 20 plus. Yeah, it's it's 23. I've asked if I could have a spot to work because I'm going to start shaping up some whistles. Watch you roll a one. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I hate dice. Okay. Uh... Oh, nat 20. Nat 20. I told you I was good, (laughs) y'all. You are just settling down when through the trees comes a large white horse to the accompaniment of a stringed instrument. On foot next to the horse is a somebody who's dressed like a, a minstrel. And on top of the horse is the manliest man you have ever seen. He has flowing gold locks. That is a man right there. And the evening rays lance down and catch the highlights of his hair. The figure trots majestically into the clearing. He sits very tall, shoulders broad in the gleaming sunset light, glances around, and then slides off the horse to stand next to it. He gives one resounding slap on the horse's flank and it goes trotting off over towards the hay bales where Tira is shooting. I shoot the horse dead. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And the musical instrument stops as the little minstrel uh, very toadyingly bows low to the now standing figure. He has one of those broad collared shirts on where the top is separated slightly and he laughs very loudly, very boomingly. Hello, friends. How are you? Uh, No one quite knows how to respond to that. Oh, they don't know him? No. Okay. I hear you need assistance from a hero. I happen to be a hero. (laughs) My name is Dieter Darkhand, Destroyer of Darkness. I'm here to offer my wonderful services. I hear you have a problem down in the valley below. Allow me to be of assistance, if you would. And with that, the 
the minstrel begins striking up on his little boxy instrument again, and the music fills the meadow. It's Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> I wonder if he's a. He doesn't sing. Yeah, if he starts singing, I'm like, this dude oh yeah, is yeah, yeah. The uh, the minstrel is singing. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, he's just like this little reedy guy. Okay. If you care to listen at all, the words are all about these past deeds that Dieter has undertaken and. Mm-hmm. So it's his herald, really. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's herald basically. thing. Yes. And he's not even talking to any particular person. He's no, just, he's go just walking announcing, down yeah. the, in the middle That's of the- That's actually his name. The, the guy's minstrel's name is Harold Ding. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> it's canon now. <laughs> okay. And so uh, as, as he finishes up those last few words, Dieter begins moving down and people are parting before him and he, he moves over to a table and he plumps down at it. And he begins calling for food and drink. <laughs> Farron's thinking, of, who is this yeah. guy? And why would he Wumper be Bash here? couldn't care less. More. I want more. What is he having? And he points, he, he sticks a finger in your bowl. <laughs> okay. Tira's attention was already, was already, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, Tira yeah. started sweating. No, she's, wait, she's she's fanning herself. Stop. Uh, so her attention already being caught when he exactly when he came in to the clearing, I guess. Then she sees him just acting like he owns the place, and so she's gonna leave leave her bow and arrow there for the moment and stride over. I'm sorry. Who exactly are you again? He had just been launching into a personal story of his bravery and heroism. I hate him already. And as you step into the, the covered area where the table is, he pauses and his eyes go wide and he puts his hand over his heart. <laughs> he says, be still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave. <laughs> what, dear creature, is your name? Tira. Tira. I hear bells. Ringing in the heavens. Okay, stop right there. What? You are the most beautiful person I've ever seen. Stop right there. Who? She's she's married to the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) She's spoken for. My husband, mayor. (laughs) (laughs) I asked you who you were. My name is Dieter Darkhand. Pleased to make your acquaintance. And he reaches for your hand to kiss it. And he kisses it. (laughs) <laughs> he lingers she wipes it off on the on the leg of her trousers what's the name of the guy that we were talking to <laughs> Victor or something no Torgovetsky or something Dorotsky or Torgovets is his real name Dorotsky is what the Reavers army okay. dubbed him Torgovet Torgovets okay so Torgovets is standing back kind of over by you uh, with his arms crossed, and he's just looking very... First of all, how did he find them and everything, too? And how does right. he know this? So Farron walks over to Torgovitz and is like, do you know this man? Did you ask him to come here? We did not ask him to come, but we have heard of his exploits. He seems to be quite skilled. Hmm. He has been operating in Trand for some time, and if the stories are accurate, he has done some noble things. Hmm. And I believe that's why our guards let him through. But he seems a little hard to take. 
Well, he certainly has a big personality. Womberbash takes his bowl in his arm and kind of like moves it a little bit closer to him and kind of turns to the side to sort of put, uh-huh. not really, but his, his shoulder to him and kind of like just like side eyes yeah. him. Like, look, I don't want you touching my food. He licks his finger and he reaches and scoops some of the bread near you and pulls it towards him and begins munching on it. This is delicious. Oh, I could use much more of this. Please bring some more. You over there. Uh, Not gesturing to anyone. Yeah, I know. I know. Tira is going to go. He's sitting at the table, you said. Yeah, it's a low table. Yeah. All right. So Tira is going to stomp around to the other side, I guess, to the way he's facing and sit down. How did you find this camp? She's very suspicious, like Michael was pointing out. How did he... How did he find this place? I mean, we had to go through a pretty crazy winding path through the up the mountainside and through a forest or something. We were being led by people who live here. And mm-hmm. He just shows up. A hero knows. He gives you a big wink. What's with the um, what's with your singer over here? Oh, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He follows me around. I ask him not to, but you know he he insists, and so I let him stay. I am able to support him on the things that I win. So, where's that food? I am famished. And he leans back. The chair creaks precariously underneath him. Tira stops for a moment to try and catch some of the song that Harold is singing. Because from the few snatches of words she heard before she started this conversation, she gathers he is singing about what Dieter has done. So she wants to hear what these... uh, what these uh, grand adventures that okay. he's crediting himself with are. Sounds good. So let's uh, let's call it, the song's title is Dieter's Deeds. I was actually just thinking <laughs> Dieter's <that>. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't we each come up with some improbable sounding thing that he has done? I'm going to say he, he shot and killed five men with one arrow. Okay. So that's the first verse. The first verse is about how he drew his mighty bow and with Without even looking. In fact, he was looking over his shoulder. <laughs> Winking at a barmaid. Oh, no, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, he released and the arrow sang through the air and pierced the hearts of five men, dropping them to the ground, dead before they even hit. I'm going to say that he saved an entire village from a flood by lifting a gigantic stone and uh, creating a dam. Okay, plugging the gap where the water was coming through. So uh, a a mountain stream tumbling down was diverted from its course. And as it pooled somewhere, the, the area that it was being held in burst, giving way. And suddenly the flood came roaring down the mountainside, threatening this village with imminent danger and destruction. Even the outlying buildings of the village were destroyed immediately. But Dieter, fearless Dieter, picked up the stone. uh, There was a stone monument in the middle of town to an ancient battle. And he lifted it, hoisted it on his back, trudged a mile up a steep slope, and shoved it into the place where the water was gushing through to bring ultimate salvation to this remote village. I'm safe. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Some of these could be slightly accurate if right. he does have a star stone or something. So, <sighs> you know what? I could touch his back or something. And if he's got it, I'll throw up all over him. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> he loved that. He loved because that. I could be like, 
<laughs> I mean, well, our stories would be quite unbelievable as well. That's true. And of course, I'm sure these are embellished a little bit, so it's possible. Yeah. But anyway, it's your I turn. just you hope to, he's not taking our deal. stories. Well, we haven't done either one of those things. So. No, because we just made them up. <laughs> Let's hear it. This has got to be good. No, it's not. Oh. It's not original at all. <laughs> I don't know what we want to use. <laughs> he took a staff and held it over a body of water. <laughs> and it parted. And it just parted. Yeah. <laughs> it parted no, I was thinking he sent an entire army fleeing by his dashing smile or his blue steel face. <laughs> and they ran away. No, that's stupid. But I'm trying to like. Was like, it Magnum? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like amp it up. So the first one, you know, oh, five guys with one arrow. And then she like, he stopped a flood from entering. So I'm trying to think of something like ridiculously over the top for the third verse. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So he, he sent an entire army fly, fleeing, flying, packing, running with one glint of his steely eye. And that's how the song goes. <laughs> packing, flying, running with one glint of his steely eyes. <laughs> So you hear all these details and more yeah. in the multi-multiverse song, Dieter's Deeds. And hey, why not? Maybe I'll do a, uh, I'll, I'll write the song oh boy. <laughs> at some point and we'll see if we can <laughs> get something. It may be a poem at first, but yeah. I'd, I'd love to have music with it. Greatest <laughs> adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yarborough? Right? Yes, yeah, Glenn Yarborough. Glenn Yarborough, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what you hear, Tira. She was suspicious of him already, uh-huh. even taking into account how, you know, deeds like that, heroic deeds get embellished for the purposes of these kinds of songs. She's thinking, this, this cannot possibly be legitimate. He's making it up, or he has written his own song. She, she's looking at him personally and thinking, no, this, this is not this is not track. So she gets up and goes back over to, to where Farron is, ta- is talking to Torgovitz mm-hmm. and is going to ask him the same question. Did you, do you know him? Did you invite him? No, but we welcome any help we can get at this time. How do you, th- if you didn't invite him, how do you think he found you in all this? That is an excellent question. I will be talking with the guards. It is troubling we are supposed to be secluded and unfindable. I do not know. But you've heard of him. Oh, yes. And these are the kind of stories you've been hearing? That and many more like it. Wamberbesh gets up from the table and kind of goes over and he wants more stew or whatever it is they're serving. And uh, he grabs another loaf of bread that's his. Get some for me if you would. He's no longer going to sit there and he's going to go off over by some fire someplace and eat over there. So Harold comes over and brings a bunch of things over to Dieter, where he is, again, leaning back in the chair, fingers interlocked behind his head, through his tresses. <laughs> and, uh, of course, curious people have come and gathered around, and Harold begins strumming another song. And the people are content. They're starved for information, starved for entertainment, whatever. And they are eating this up. And he's just eating freely, like he's just... Having tons and tons of stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're all kind of saving. And not saving, but like yeah. they you're saying that they were short on stuff, so they yeah. are making soups to make things last, mm-hmm. and he's eating all of this up. Yeah. Yeah. Tira storms back over towards him and, and says, 
If you're so concerned about these people's, this people's welfare, maybe you ought to consider slowing down on your meal a little bit there. Their provisions are limited. I like you, Tira. Reaches up and Ugh, chucks, chucks your chin. No, she jerks her face away. <laughs> Please tell me he blows a kiss, too. Yeah. <laughs> he, blows a, he blows a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> she dodges it. <laughs> she touches it and throws it back. I brought some provisions of my own, too. Then eat those. Harold, bring the bags, will you? And he runs and gets them. <laughs> An aircraft. <laughs> the bags. comes in. Yeah. So Harold goes over and he comes back burdened with the saddlebags from... With fertiles? With fartles of... <laughs> fartles! <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he's, he sets them down. And as he sets them down, the, the tops of the saddlebags bow open and there's fresh fruit, there's cheese, there's meat. I mean, it's, it is jammed with food and all sorts of things. Wamberbash's ears perk up. Yep. And he's uh, going to head back over to the table. Things tumble out onto the table. <laughs> And it is delicious. I mean, you pick what you want. Can I, can I, can I have this, this pear right here? Take it, my friend. What's your name? My, my, na- my name's Wamber Bash. Wamber, that's an interesting name. Yeah, yeah. It's no Dieter, but we can't all be born I'm Dieter. Just e- I'm just eating. <laughs> <laughs> that pear I plucked this morning from the mountain slopes in the dawn light. It's very good. <laughs> I'm assuming the, the, the people, the rest of the people have joined in and, and oh, yeah. taking yeah, some people, of the... Oh, yeah. People are, are the their food. eyes are wide and they are, they are going through it. Help yourselves. Help yourselves. Tira leaves the kind of the circle here of the glow of Dieter that everybody seems to be basking in. It is a little cooler away from there. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to head back towards the, the spot where he entered the camp. Mm-hmm. Are there any guards still standing there? Yeah, there's a couple there, uh, just inside the tree line. She's going to address these, these two guards. Why did you let him through? What did he say to you? He didn't say anything. He just marched through like he belonged here. And you let him through? This is your post. He knew the route. Even your leader? Well, is Torgovets basically their leader or it's no? It's hard to say. Okay. He, he, who knows? Torgovets himself said he did not invite Dieter and that you all don't know him. It didn't strike you as odd that he knew exactly how to find you? Why would you let him in? But look at him. What does that matter? Looking back, uh, now that the dusk is settling even deeper, it's uh, the glow of the fire from under that shelter puts almost a halo around Dieter. Uh, his hair is glowing brilliantly in the light. Do they appear bewitched or under spells? Or are they just kind of captivated? Uh, give me an insight check. Okay. Right. Doing it. Or not insight. Let's go with perception. Okay. No. One more time. Arcana. <laughs> oh, good. The one I have the lowest thing <laughs> on. Oh. And, and absolutely no proficiency. You're trying all. to find a magical effect. So right. I, I think that makes the most sense. Eight. 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 They look... Genuinely impressed with Dieter. Wamberbash uh, is devouring the last part of his core, of his, of his pear. Mm-hmm. And um, he walks over to Tor- Torkovets. Torkovets. Mm-hmm. What, what, what's, what's the next? What do we do? That is what I wanted to talk with the group about tonight. Come, let's, let's go over and join the table. Dieter is regaling the people with yet another story. And then as Torkovets sits down, something about his stolidity, his calm demeanor, causes Dieter to pause for a moment. 
and he sits back again, leaning closer to the uh, to the warmth of the fire that's going under this shelter. And he sits back with a, a smile playing around his mouth. And Torgovets begins. I have just come back from Seragavan, and I have made the acquaintance of these fine people. Tira, Bomberbash, and Ferrin. There's a low murmur through the crowd at this. We, of course, have heard of your exploits from down south. We are pleased to have you in our company. And with that, you look over and notice that Dieter is looking at you with a, a new sense of respect and understanding. One eyebrow arches very high. With his hand, he strokes the, the light golden stubble on his face. Torgovets continues. We have discovered some interesting weaknesses in the city. And so this should be a time of council where we will plan our attack because we need to save our brethren for the greater fight. If you will, please share what you have learned. And with that, the three of you share what you know from your various experiences in the city. You talk about the weaknesses, the strengths, the everything you witnessed while you were there. The one that causes the most stir, of course, is the prison account and a lot of uh, lamenting and desire is obvious that they they want to free their comrades how many people are in there of your of your people Torgovets does a quick tally we have 35 they were taken in missions they were taken abroad they were taken in ambushes against patrols are, are they soldiers or are they just regular people none of us are soldiers of course, when this group came in, the first thing they did was disband and destroy any organized resistance against them. Are they all men, or are there some women, or are there children? All. Getting them out of there is going to be difficult. That many, and if there's a mix of, of children as well in there, that's going to be difficult to get them all out. And of course, as long as they are prisoner, our hands are very much tied. So I think the greatest concern is the safety of those prisoners. You notice that his eyes are tearing up as he speaks. How old is your son? Twenty. He was leading an ambush against a patrol. And he was taken. I do not think they know who they have. And I would like for it to stay that way. But they are in danger. So if we make the prison our primary objective, how do we go about it? And that is what I ask you. I'm struggling because you are, you are just, you already, we already montaged that. Mm -hmm. We divulged everything we learned at the table. But I was thinking Tira is reluctant to talk about this mission in front of this person who has showed up in a very suspect manner. That's true. Should we backtrack and... Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. She may have given her information, but as... Um, Guarded. In a guarded, and as just succinctly as possible, she didn't really go into even as much detail as she gave Torgovets when okay. they when they um, reported outside the town. Yeah, that makes sense. And always looking out of the corner of her eye at Dieter to gauge his response yeah. to things. I th I think this guy should be at the gate, maybe uh, causing a distraction for us. Um, 
You want to in- you want to include him in our plans? I mean, we know nothing about him. And I'm gonna say, like, sort of to her, it's like we can plan something else while he is some he's out at creating kind of creating a diversion for us. But the problem is, if what Tira tells us is accurate, at the first sign of trouble, mm. the prisoners' lives are forfeit. I don't think we can risk bringing this man down into the down into our plans. He is anything but subtle. Subtlety is not my fort. Clearly. However, I do have an idea. What if a group of you were to go into the city ahead of time? Infiltrate, as it were. Get in position. Take over the prison first. I create the distraction at the gate to draw the bulk of the forces there. I take on whatever comes at me. You do your thing. We all come away exactly where we want to be. How does that sound? How many people were in the fort that somebody saw? Who, was, who went to the fort? Was the, it you? The barracks? You mean the I mean, the, barracks? Ba- the barracks. She went to the, the barracks. Yes. Uh, about 30. 30. 30 people inside. 30 yeah. soldiers inside. Soldiers, officers, total, she counted. And that was a success. 40. It was 30 guards and 10 officers. Yeah. That, that, was, that was one guards. of her successes on That's the chat. That's a lot to take out and take over before... Uh, so 42 people all together, actually. You've heard my stories. I am capable. I've heard your stories, and your stories sound impossible. How do you kill, how do you shoot five hearts with one arrow? It's a good bow. The bow has nothing to do with it. How does the arrow pierce a heart, get out of the heart, go into the next heart, get out of the heart, go to the next? It's, it's ridiculous. Have him stand 150 yards from the target and see if he hits the... Uh, hits the uh... Test him. Yeah. I think that's Bullseye. a fine idea. Why don't, you, why don't you demonstrate? We'll put five bullseyes next to each other, and you shoot him with one arrow. As you wish, lady. And he bows. If I succeed, I get a kiss from you. Pick something else. (laughs) I get two kisses from you. Yes! (laughs) Kiss is open to interpretation. (laughs) (laughs) The Glasgow kiss, right? (laughs) Otherwise known as a headbutt. Maybe Tira agrees to it because she doesn't think it's it's even going to happen. Why don't you say something like, how about if you make it, I don't, like, bash your head off. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't kill do you. you. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's that, that, that's era. I, I don't know. That's escalating it quite a bit. He hasn't really shown himself to be right, an enemy yeah. just right. yet. She's just suspicious of, she thinks he's a phony at the very least. She's reserving judgment on the whole enemy thing. You're on. If you pierce through all five bullseyes with a single arrow in one shot, fine. You get a kiss from me. Consider it done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now, these are all, it's just like five pieces of paper, or is it? Because that's not like, if we're trying to simulate five people, it should be, they should all be on hand. They're straw targets. Yeah. You've already got the kids out there arranging the targets in order. And I have no idea how to do this mechanically. But he whistles, and it's this lilting tune, and the horse comes trotting over. The bow is strapped to its saddle. It almost kneels. It doesn't quite kneel, but it's, it, it like actually mm-hmm. hunkers down a little bit, and he whispers something soothing to it while he lifts the bow off. The bow is made out of a black wood, and the grip is one of those twisted grips, and so it, it looks very fancy. Now, while he's doing it, mm-hmm. can I observe to see if I see any type of 
Starstone-esque, yeah, like spells. glint or spell or something like that, just to see. Okay. Um, give me an Arcana check also, if you would. Oh, I've got it colored in. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. 16 plus 4 plus, yeah. I mean, it's, tw- it's 24. Okay. You don't really get a whiff of anything. Wow. So he has no help in that regard that I can see. With a 24. Okay. This guy must be good. If he does it, yeah, I may give him a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he places the bow down, as you are now familiar with. He steps through, strings it, and holds it up, gives it a, a couple test pulls, leans over sideways, glances down the line of the, uh, of the targets. Yeah, d- d- drops some grass. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> takes an arrow out and it's an arrow that has a black and yellow fletching to it what did you roll 20 no oh yes (laughs) yes you got to kiss this goon what is his name (laughs) Dieter (laughs) sitting in a tree the arrow leaps forward. It was a natural 20? Hits the first target. Mm-hmm. Punches through. Second one. Third one. Fourth one. And hits just off center on the fifth one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm just saying. So off center. The deal it's not was bullseye. In, it's not in the bullseye mm-hmm. area. It's in the bullseye. It's but just, it's, just, it's, it's just sort of off center. Well, then that, that's it. He, 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 made, he made the deal. Kissy, kissy. <laughs> okay. okay. Fair and chuckles. <laughs> Tira looks stunned for a moment. Then she narrows her eyes maliciously. Not maliciously. What's a good, better word for that? Suspiciously? No. Uh, I'm uh, angrily. Glare? Scathing? Glare? Scathingly? Yeah, scathingly. that work? Yeah. Okay. Narrows her eyes scathingly. Maybe she walks over to that fifth target just to see it for herself. Then she turns on her heel back to face him. Walks, strides purposefully back to him. She's going to, because he's taller than me. Yeah, oh yeah. She's going to grab him by the shirt, pull him down to her face. She's going to kiss him on the cheek and then slap him. Okay. He leans in expectantly. Uh, he, he, he's not resisting your pull on his shirt. And when the kiss lands on his cheek, he starts to, to chuckle, but then the slap hits him and he jerks his head, stands up quickly. I wasn't expecting that, but I'll take it. She will release him with, her, with the one hand and she's going to stomp her foot and say, who are you? And then take off. Okay. I think this is a good ending point. <laughs> I think that's fine. Uh, you have met Dieter Darkhand. So everyone, Dark Dirk. <laughs> everyone take one experience point for that. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Make that three experience points. I'm thinking of other experience point things that I had in mind. I don't have anything, so let's go right into the Norse battle. I definitely think Meredith needs yeah. to get some points for her role play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's played her she's playing her character. Because, yeah. Because I know in real life she'd be all over Dieter. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Why don't you take, uh, well, what do you think is fair? One. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. 17. I did, I did a lot of cool stuff. 17 I, experience points. No, <laughs> I would say at least three. Yeah, I was going to say three. That's that, does that say. sound fair? Sounds fair. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one for washing your mouth out. <laughs> one, one to get the taste out of your mouth. Oh. <laughs> so four then. Yeah, four. <laughs> um... Bash just so. ate. Yeah. Not really. Farron. I've been observing this yeah. whole time because, yeah, I didn't, I, well, I don't speak up is my problem. But yeah, Farron's just been taking it in because she mm-hmm. figures all the things that she's been able to do in this short amount of time because of the stone. She figures, well, maybe he's, there's mm-hmm. something to this guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I don't think he's a charlatan per se, but I am just watching. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, I wanted Dieter to come off as a Matt Berry type. Who's Matt Berry? <laughs> uh, he's the boss. He's the the second boss in the IT crowd. Yeah, yeah. The younger Renum father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's over the top. But yeah, I wanted to have a. He a sounds fun... like to me like a mixture of Gaston and Gilderoy Lockhart. Okay, yeah. that's that's fine too. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think that's more in line. Let's go ahead and get a recap. No, no more Norse battle points. No. No, okay, let's go ahead and get a recap, and we will wrap this one up. <laughs> Tira is fifty-seven points into level twelve. Hey, Wamberbash is fifty-eight points into level twelve. <gasps> hey, Farron is just twenty-eight points into level twelve. Hey, that's all progress, and we got a little more to do in camp before you actually act on the plan, but. Um, Yeah, we've got some good things coming, and we'll see you here again next time, Stackers, right here at Stack of Dice. (laughs) This is your post. He knew the route. And that didn't strike you as odd? You guys don't know, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yins. Y'all don't know him. (laughs) You don't know me. Yeah. (laughs) 